Do you have any advice to give me when I'm 19 and on my own as an adult? Or just anything mm-hmm. you'd want me to know when I'm on my own? That you can always come home. You're listening to C4C Conversations. Yeah, mom, mom means a lot to us, and I, I, I call her mom too because she's, she's just as precious to me. Gary's mom was actually more of a mother to me than my mother was. I still think of you as that, that little girl, and I hate all of the things that you have had to go through in the last few years. Hey everyone, I'm Alameen Abdelmahmoud and welcome to C4C Conversations. We spent a few months traveling across the country to capture conversations between Canadians. They talked about challenges and successes, about things they'd like to see change, about the people who matter most. Sylvia and Gary Johnston met as teenagers and have been together for 50 years. They picked a question from our fishbowl at the beginning of their conversation. Now, side note, we always have some prompt questions on hand for people who need a little help in terms of getting started. We keep them in a little container that we called our fishbowl. Why we called it a fishbowl, I have no idea. Anyway, Sylvia pulled the question and it led to a touching conversation about mothers. Hey Gary, who in your life has influenced you the most and how did they do it? I can see my wife more or less than my family. well, they held, held me together. <laughs> and uh, so I went through rough times with alcohol and stuff. And they were there to stand beside me and, and got me back on the right track. Yeah, I, w- I would say that, that your mom has been a, a pretty big stabilizing person in our life. Right, yeah. Yeah, she's really been good. Wouldn't you say so? Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. He's been a lifesaver to us in many, many ways, really. Mainly, like, for financial situations and stuff. He's been a very, very big help to us. Well, I think just in her her uh, attitude in life, too, has been a big help. Mm-hmm. She's a very hard-working person mm-hmm. all her life, and... I think you milked eight cows before you went to school, didn't you, yeah. in the morning? And that was by hand, too. Yeah, all by hand. So, I mean, you know, they were hardworking people. And Gary's mom, her attitude has helped an awful lot. She's been able to help us out quite a bit. I mean, it's been wonderful. <laughs> we couldn't have gone on this trip without it. No, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And she's still alive, and she's 94 years old. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, even now she's still willing to scold us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even though we're old, too. (laughs) I think that's that's the most wonderful part about it, is that we still have a mother, Maxine. She loves seeing pictures, so as soon as we get back from this trip, I promised her. I've been taking pictures of everything. Yeah. So she can kind of be on the trip with us, you know. It's important to her, so we'll go back and show her all the pictures. 
Yeah, mom, mom means a lot to us, and I, I, I call her mom too because she's, she's just as precious to me. Yeah. Yeah. Gary's mom was actually more of a mother to me than my mother was. We had eight children in our family, and my dad was an alcoholic, and it was very, very hard life. We lived in an old log shack, and. Uh, lots of kids running around and it was always cold in there <laughs> and I remember us scrounging for food lots of times because mom and dad were away drinking and we tried our best to uh, manage on our own I remember my brother loving Roger's golden syrup on buttered bread <laughs> just before my 10th birthday the social services came and took us away and then I was in lots of foster homes and um, some of them were okay but most of them weren't they were pretty horrible and uh, I think that the social services need to do a better job at screening people it was a pretty tough life but I I came out of it you know a wiser person so in that way I'm not sorry I worked in the school system and so I was able to help a lot of young kids that came to the school as foster children. You know, I reflect back and thinking, you know, that I had that tough life so that I could help somebody else not to have such a tough life. You know, every time one of a foster child came into the school, I would go talk to them and tell them that you can do this. You know, you can do this. You, you don't have to remain a victim. You can be a victor, but you have to choose to, you know, to be a victor and get a hold of yourself and do something with your life, you know, that's what you have to do, right? You don't stay down in the dumps, you get up and get going. It took me a while to come around to where I could forgive my mother, but once I did uh, forgive her and, and uh, you know, establish a relationship with her again, we had a good relationship. Uh, toward the end of her life, which I'm very thankful for. We spent the last 30 years of her life, you know, mm -hmm. really enjoying each other and taking time for each other. Just the idea of having a mom, though, is, is yeah. very important. It's very, very important to yeah. have it Just around. Having a mother figure. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't think that young people realize how important it is. I mean, just... Uh, I mean, we're, we're, he's over 70 and I'm almost 70. And for us to say that, you know, it's still important for us to have a mother, well, I think that says a lot. Our next conversation is between a mother and daughter who, like Sylvia, have experience with the foster care system. Jenny has lived away from her family in foster care for years. She had a lot of difficult questions for her mom, questions she hasn't asked her before. Their experience shines a light on challenges that so many families face. How did you meet my father? On the internet. Oh, how long were you guys talking on there for before you met up? Um, probably a good year before we met. Did you guys date or anything? Not really. We were more friends. In the beginning, we were friends for a long, long time. Friends with benefits, clearly, because <laughs> I was born. 
Did you guys ever talk about getting married or anything? No, I never wanted to get married. I didn't even know if I wanted kids. What's your favorite memory of us? One that I know I was angry at then, but I laugh about now, is when you guys took the flour out and spread it all over the house and up the stairs and then mixed it in with the water. And You guys used to tag team all the time. So if you wanted something from the cupboard, Alex would usually bend over and you would climb on top to climb on the cupboards to get up what you wanted. And you guys had that twin instinct. One of you guys were going in for the operation. I think it was Alex. The exact time when Alex went under the knife, you started crying and wouldn't stop. I asked your teacher what time that was. She said, well, it was at this time. And I'm like, that's the exact time where he went in. And you could feel that pain. Do you think Alex would have fared as well as I have if he had been in foster care too? No. Right from the time Alex was born, he's been a mama's boy. He's been more of a follower than you have. You have been, right from birth, very independent. You were a leader, whether you believe it or not. Even before you went into foster care, you were kind of street smart, whereas Alex has never even taken the bus. <laughs> I still see you as my, my little three-year-old, my little five-year-old my little independent girl who would take all her animals and put them one way on the windowsill and then 10 minutes later go and turn them the other way when it became dark out so they couldn't see outside anymore. I still think of you as that, that little girl. And I hate all of the things that you have had to go through over the last few years. When you were 10, 11, and I requested you to be put on antidepressants, and the pediatrician repeatedly said, no, you're too young. Had you been put on antidepressants, I strongly believe that you would not be in the dark place that you have been in the last couple of years. And that angers me. What do you think about me being in foster care from the beginning to now? Has your opinion or your thoughts on me being in foster care changed at all? Because I remember at like, mm. the very beginning, we were both really scared because I was being taken away from you and all of that. In the beginning, I wasn't really given a choice. I was said, you either sign these papers for a voluntary care or else she will just be removed. What do I do? Put you through the trauma of, of being removed that way? Or do I still want to have the right to be able to take you home and not have to fight for you in court? And then then it just, it, it was hard. When you first, first went into hospital, like it, it just completely tore me apart. It, between wanting to take your pain away and not wanting you to be in that dark place and to not knowing what went wrong like where did things so go terribly wrong in your life that brought you there it broke my heart and I was angry because I didn't know how to change it I didn't know what to do 
Do you think it's been beneficial overall or maybe not beneficial for me being in foster care? Like, do you I, think, I think it's only been beneficial. Do you think it's been a good thing or a bad thing overall? Um, especially when you've been at the resource house, it's been beneficial. Because the, the financially, I wouldn't have been able to give you what the ministry has given you. And that's the only thing I think that has been beneficial. I, I think mental health needs to have a complete, a complete facelift. You should have been home from the very beginning and there should have been more things put in place to help us as a family. One thing that you'd like people outside of your family to understand about your family. One of my biggest things is the stereotype that all kids in foster care have abusive parents. I just want everyone to know that like my mom doesn't abuse me or anything. I love my mom and I love my family and I think that's mainly what I'd want other people to know because from outside looking in it looks like we're really messed up. I'm in foster care, so I must be a troubled child while the other three are perfectly fine. I just want them to know that that's not the case. And is there one thing, Luann, that you would like people outside of your family to understand? A lot of what Jenny said is, is true. There's a stereotype where families, parents, whoever, who are on government disability are bad people. They're rotten people, they're abusive people. Because I say that and I mention my daughter doesn't live at home, that's the immediate thing. What have I done to my daughter to have her sent away? And why are my other kids still there? Even people in assistance, they're not, a lot of them aren't there because that's what they choose. Ask questions, find out what the circumstances are, and you go from there. Yeah, be more open-minded and accepting that there is no perfect family. Like every family has their issues or whatever, some more than others. But to be, yeah, be more accepting and willing to, like my mom said, ask those questions and really get to know what's going on instead of just judging right off the bat. Yeah, I agree. Do you have any advice to give me when I'm 19 and on my own as an adult? And just anything mm -hmm. you'd want me to know when I'm on my own? that you can always come home. I know when I moved out, I wasn't given that option. So you can always come home. I will always be there to support you in whatever you do, whatever lifestyle you choose, whoever you are, because you're, you're my daughter. Do you have any questions for me? I do. If I could have changed something to keep you out of the ministry, what would have that have been? I think it had to happen, to be honest. The way you were and the way I was, I don't think it would have ended well had I stayed there at that time. 
like it wasn't your fault and it wasn't my fault it was no one's fault it's just we were a victim of circumstances and mental illness and we didn't have the strategies to live together at that time now I think it would be a lot different I think I could have gone home if legality issues and social workers and housing issues weren't all messed up and everything like it wasn't my choice to leave either like like you said like it was the social workers who were saying sign this or we'll take her does that answer your question kind of kind of you're like a level 10 mom you're like a level 10 daughter We met Jenny and Luann through some work that we've been doing in collaboration with the youth in care community in BC. To read and hear stories from their perspective, go to our website, challengeforchange.ca, under series. A huge thank you to Jenny, Luann, Sylvia, and Gary for sharing their experiences. And to all of you who recorded conversations with us, they were honest and revealing and made us think, and made us think differently about things, which was the point. This is our final episode of the season, but watch for one more bonus episode coming next week. As always, we want to thank our founding supporters, the Macmillan Family Foundation, InSpirit Foundation, and the National Film Board of Canada. Our conversations were recorded in partnership with Via Rail Canada. Special thanks to Jean-Sébastien Defoy, Jennifer Bauer, Pierre Santoni, and the president of Via, Yves Desjardins Siciliano. Many thanks to Janice Neal and Ryerson University, Susan Harada and Carleton University, MyTax and IMAX Corporation. Discourse Media in Vancouver partnered with us on our Youth in Care project. We had many advisors along the way. You know who you are. Thank you so much. C4C Conversations is produced by Maureen McEwen, Maggie Parkhill, Catherine Phillips, Nadia Kamsi, and Carissa Gal. Sunny Sachdeva is our excellent editor. Emerald Bensadoon handled social media. Libby Edwards is operations manager for C4C. The senior producer is Brittany Spencer. The executive producer is Cindy Witten. I'm Elamine Abdul Mahmoud. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>